Are you looking for a podcast that doesn't shy away from hard topics such as mental health, body positivity, and so much more? Hi there, my name is Roxy Marie and I am just one girl who is ready to voice her problems with the world. Head over to your favorite streaming platform and listen to One Girl's Problems podcast today. You're listening to Artitude, a podcast with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich, and today we dive together into the unknown and exciting ocean of the creative mind with Jamie Ashford. Jamie is from Canada, Toronto, and she is a, a, an artist in residence over here in Ballydop. Hi, Jamie. Hi. It's great to have you here. It's great to be here. It is Jamie's first first interview. She she admitted. That's true. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> she said she 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 is a little bit nervous, but uh, I mean I am I'm a, a little bit in in I have a little advantage because it's already in the number ni number nine. You're the oh, number nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so so that's that's great. Great to have you here. Thank you for inviting me to speak with you. We we have we have um, uh, three sessions as well, and I thought I would like actually to to start to introduce Jamie somehow um, to the listeners um, a little bit intimate from her work and what she's doing from the use. I don't know. I mean, we just have 20 minutes, so 20 minutes are quickly over. So, yeah. So, what's your background as artists? Um, well, yeah. So, I'm Canadian yeah. and I grew up just north of Toronto and I did my art schooling in two different chapters. So, the first chapter, I was on the east coast of Canada. Yeah. Spent two years in um, at Mount Allison University in New Brunswick. So, I had a little bit of an East Coast experience, yeah, different than being in, uh, yeah, in Ontario, yeah, and then did some traveling, and finished up school in Montreal. So I ended up having a really interesting experience in Quebec. So um, I feel like I had two pretty diverse chapters of my art education, and um, being on the East Coast, it's a small town. So country, countryside. Uh, uh, close to the countryside, close to the ocean as well, but uh, really tiny, a tiny town. How many? How many people? Population? I think at the time there were, I think the school was something like just over two thousand, and then the town has double that population. So I think in total it was something like maybe five thousand, including students. So wow! So students are almost the same same amount mm -hmm. of like like uh, people. I think so. I hope I'm getting that right, but. But yeah, and it was really interesting because I came from a, un uh, a high school, yeah. from a secondary school, yeah. as big as that university. So I All went right. from 
from being, yeah, in a pretty large high school experience in the suburbs of Toronto, basically, which was also an arts intensive high school. So I've I've always done art training from when I was a tiny little kid, which was great. Um, And then ended up in this university, which which was, yeah, these really beautiful little pockets of um, intimate groups of friends. And yeah, I made some really meaningful connections there, really good friends of mine that are still good friends of mine because, um, yeah, there weren't very many of us and it was sort of the perfect opportunity to really meet and get to know people. I can imagine that. I mean, I mean, especially in a, in a place like this where you're probably surrounded by, by nature somehow. Yeah. A lot, uh, I mean, like I say, so I, I studied on Shirken Island and it is actually a completely different experience to mm. to study uh, uh, on a countryside than than in the city and yeah. i mean as, as well your work is completely different as well definitely so you start getting printing with 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 the ocean and and uh, and painting with 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 what is it, uh, blackberries yeah. yeah i mean that that's more recent work but i think that that particular moment in my life was really important because yeah. i had I mean, it's the first time living away from home. It's the first time starting to think sort of politically. My politics changed, and I just met people from all over that I wouldn't have been exposed to otherwise. But we were... Sackville, New Brunswick is a is a pretty vibrant artistic community for such a small place. Yeah. And um, lots of little events, concerts, um, art exhibits. There's an art very cultural. Well, that sounds great. Yeah, it was That's wonderful. Probably yeah. as well very alternative, wasn't it? Yeah, so, definitely. So it was like Colorado a little bit. I don't know Colorado. I mean, me neither. I had actually, I had uh, uh, um, one of my clips in Colorado in the film festival. Oh, and, uh, okay. And that was quite, in- I wasn't there. But uh, so that was is the reason why I got in contact with them and researched a little bit about them. And they're quite very alternative. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably more alternative than, than any other place in America mm-hmm. over there. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That sounds great. So so that was two years and then, then two more years in Toronto. Two years kind of I traveled yeah. and I was home for a bit. And then I ended up doing two, well, more like three years in Montreal, but yeah. two years of school there. Yeah. And it was this really, yeah, it was a totally different experience. I was anonymous. It was in a big city. Um, also, Mount Allison, it's in Sackville on the East Coast, was more of a, at, at the time, I felt a bit of a traditional uh, tr- art training. Yeah. And then to go to Concordia was uh, a little bit more conceptually grounded. So it sort of balanced out in a way. So there were two more years of conceptual mm-hmm, arts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So from uh, so four years in total, and mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm, I mean, I think I think that is a good way actually. I th- I mean, Shirken is was as well a good mix of of um, working with really your 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 surroundings and as well learning a lot of multimedia stuff. You mm-hmm. know? So I mean, that was actually my cup of, cup of tea. I really mm-hmm. liked it. You know? Well, mm-hmm. and, and I think my work at Concordia. I mean. Taking time in between those two chapters was yeah. good to kind of get out of Dodge and travel and ex- okay. sort of experience some other things. And then I would say the work in Concordia yeah. was a sort of new chapter. And actually, in sp- it's really strange what's happening now because, I mean, it was ages ago that I did yeah. that end of my degree. And it inspired the work that's happening now in a way I didn't expect. Uh, yes. Yeah, sh- now, I, can, I mean. I can't imagine that. Yeah. 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 So this sort of... Uh, 
curiosity about texture. You know, I started yeah. printing from my skin in Concordia. Okay. And I was doing rubbings of the hardwood floor in my yeah. apartment in Montreal. Yeah. And really finding that surface textures tell stories. Uh, you, I'm, I really, you, you speak out of my deepest, deepest uh, uh, inner thing. I agree completely with that, you know, because um, that's that's that that keeps me actually alive somehow. Mm. When when I feel sad, and I I walk out so to the river or see the waves and and just just the reflection, you know, the texture over mm -hmm. there, and say, hey, that left, come on, you know. So it's you can't be happy. I mean, try to to appreciate that 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 you're able. Mm -hmm. to to sense this mm -hmm. this texture mm -hmm. you know so it, it is a gift you know or it's a it's a feeling you know that tactile very tactile yeah like so to be able to i think for me even then i mean the themes and sort of conceptual grounding of the work now it yeah. is related to this work that i think yeah. at this point it was over 12 or 14 years ago so it's a while but but that um Yeah, that, that I was curious about specifically um, identity, but also home. So I was sort of curious about shelter and place yeah. and sense of connection. And, yeah. um, and, and like I said, I think textures, like I'm looking at the wood ceiling in the studio here. Yeah. And, you know, you can see how at one point maybe it was a little bit wet and then it's dried and it's been sun bleached. And that the all stories. Of, yeah, the stories that yeah. exist uh, embedded in material. I think it's so beautiful and so simple, but also complex at the same time. You can do great research in that, isn't it? I mm. mean, probably, if if you want diving into that, it's it's, it's cool. I mean, I, I'm 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 surrounded here by by Jamie's texture work, actually. So, and I might put that in a later stage in into the the, the YouTube visual podcasts. And uh, Jamie, she will send me as well a couple of images from her work. Um, And she has there there, there a couple of of, uh, of tea bags, no? and it was quite nice. She already told me the story about it. So, so what was it? So, I mean, I I've been working like quite intuitively, so I haven't really come with a plan. But yeah. this is sort of always how I've worked. But I ended up saving the tea bags from the first two weeks of the residency, and not knowing what I'd do with them. And a couple of days ago, I laid them out on the paper, yeah. added a little bit of watercolor just yeah. to make sure there was pigment and. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, we're both looking at this piece of just like two weeks worth of tea bags that yeah. in a way is is a kind of measure of time, like how to measure a two week residency experience. I mean, in tea bags, like there it is on the page. And it's also a map like those look kind of topographical to me that they right. that they kind of create. Um, yeah, there's a story to it. You know, and so she collected one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen tea bags on a, a sheet on an A3 sheet of paper, almost, isn't it? I would say. You know, this is a way of measuring paper sizes I'm not familiar with. <laughs> this is not the Canadian uh, way. No, no, it I doesn't. think it's a nine by twelve, but I mean, uh, we could call uh, it A3. Wow, that's fine. <laughs> like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Nine by is a little bit, little bit smaller than a three. Okay. However, yeah, it is. It, it, it is. Uh, 
uh, they're hanging on the wall, and it's very. It looks already very, very like it's already a little a little private exhibition mm. for attitudes, so, mm-hmm. so, which is which is really nice. It looks it's really great, really really welcoming. So, so yeah. I think of it kind of like a nest. Like I have strung up these strings with with uh, clothes pegs, and there's lots of little pieces I've been working on, and yeah, it just feels like. Um, They're all experimental things. I'm not sure where they're going yet, but I feel like I'm kind of I've created a little bit of a a nest in here. I would say it. It. I think. Just how long are you gonna stay now here uh, in, in this residency? So uh, it's a six week residency. Six weeks. And so I'm here. I think it's till the 25th of October. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's, it was really. I mean, it's, I'm probably one of of the unorganized people on this planet. So so, but. Because if I see that, it's it's very, it's really a. Uh, it's not like 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 a studio from uh, Francis Bacon. Mm, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Well, what's been really interesting too is because they're easy to move around. Every day I come in and I rearrange them and I add and I move and you know there's the wall of things that aren't working over here and then there's the wall of things that are really working closer to me that's and great. and it's interactive yeah. so. I might actually yeah. I might come back to 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 that more in in, mm-hmm. in, in the second part where we where we're gonna speak about uh, uh, Jamie's journey. Mm-hmm. So 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 actually so I, I still try to stick in the first part somehow to your background, background. and okay. and to to your to your uh, I don't know. So I wrote something down what I wanted to ask you in the first. So, so I had to. to uh, the backgrounds Toronto studying cultural opportunities. Uh, an art in Toronto. I think this this would be maybe as well some some an interesting thing. Maybe I can also just insert that after my after art school, yeah. I ended up working in film, as I was mentioning. Yeah, yeah, th- and and yeah. so as a scenic, what's really an interesting um, and unexpected connection was that I ended up as a scenic painter in film and television, and um, that job is all about. Surface textures, and I have to ask you for that as well. Something in the third part mm-hmm. because I have an idea to 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 connect it with technology. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. So basically, our job as a scenic painter is to reproduce textures in real life, but with paint. So an example is turning a concrete floor into a hardwood yeah. floor. Yeah. So it's an optical illusion. And what I think was really interesting is that I had already in my art practice been examining how texture tells stories, and then suddenly yeah. ended up in a job that I didn't even know existed until I stumbled <sighs> it, it, into it. It is often like this, isn't totally. it? Totally, huh? totally. Was was it a full time job? Uh, more than full time, <laughs> yeah. Ten, twelve, twelve hours a day. Sometimes it depends yeah. on the show, but um, yeah. yeah, it can be, and it can be, you know, it can be five days a week, it can be seven days a week. It depended on sort of the time of year and the place in my career. At the beginning, I, yeah. I worked as much as possible, and then ended up on a show that was a little bit more structured and uh, a little like shorter days, but still, still quite long, pretty intensive in terms of time. <laughs> I, know, I can't imagine. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So I can imagine that. Yeah. But, but I mean, 10 years. Yeah. Almost, I think closer to nine, but yeah. And you stopped it. So, so you, just for the, for the purpose that you tried something different. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, I ended up doing, um, It's taking spaces between contracts and then trying new things and 
doing some traveling and yeah i was yeah. just ready for a change i mean it's still it's contract-based work so i can go back to it kind of at any time um but it's nice to kind of interject some new stuff happening and i think for me it was time to return to my art practice because it went on the back burner mm, for some sure, time sure yeah, yeah and um but but as i'm saying too they, they're quite connected actually because the work is both it's visual and it's absolutely sort of texture based it's just the context that changes so and yeah. and what was it and uh, did did the producers appreciate it or was it sometimes uh, a little bit dodgy regarding that you did the work which which didn't didn't really appeal for you i always thought of us as we we basically were like the hands of the designer so the designer comes up kind of with the the overriding vision which yeah. is inspired by the writers and um, storyline and then uh, and guided by the producers as well but then we we kind of made that vision come to life yeah. and um and it's really sort of crew based so i i think ultimately our work was is appreciated because we helped to set kind of ambiance and tone and feeling and when yeah. that isn't there then it, we, it needs to be amended and changed so but at the same time i would say we at times are overlooked for sure so because we're you know we're it was great it was it was probably a great experience i mean i mean and you could be happy to have a job it's, it's so difficult uh, probably uh, uh it's as well very difficult to get a job in 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 uh in toronto as an artist isn't that mm -hmm. i mean the same mm -hmm. like here mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the film scene in toronto is like actually i mean covid aside is like yeah. a pretty a pretty big uh enterprise and Quite a few people work in the industry there, and um, a lot. It attracts a lot of creative people. Yeah, so. I mean Toronto. What was around two two million people? Oh no, uh, I'm so bad with numbers. Yeah, like no, that. I, population I, stats. I, no, <laughs> like I say, I had already the chat with with Dory, and and mm -hmm. uh, he's living actually close to Toronto, but he he studies his bioinformatic in Toronto, mm -hmm. so I researched a little bit into mm -hmm. that. I was quite interested in that. How how diff different the uh, cultural wise um people dealing in in and actually in canada you know oh i mean so. it's a hugely multicultural city and hugely populated as well but yeah. i always feel like it's a bunch of cities within one city you know that there's these pockets of suburbs there's suburbs but even within the city you know you have um greek town and little portugal and chinatown yeah and, and uh and little india and little malta and i mean it's a, it's a, it's hugely multicultural which is its appeal in a lot of ways that you can have a variety sure. of experiences yeah yeah that's 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 probably in most most of the of the of the of the big cities mm -hmm. The advantage, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I had chats. I mean, I don't know. So I'm, I'm actually happy to living on the countryside. Mm -hmm. But uh, when I, so if I dream about this, this advantage, advantage for living in a city, it's, it is probably really that you can go into a restaurant and uh, mm -hmm. and you can have in your Italian restaurant your 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 grappa mm -hmm. next to the espresso, you know. So which is here still quite tricky because the license. You mm -hmm. know, so. Um, No, I mean, I think I think a small town or a rural experience just will never be a city experience and vice versa. And they're, they're meant to be different that way. And I think you get the best of both worlds if yeah. you live in one and visit the other. You can yeah. appreciate the differences. Yeah. Well, so. we come, we're going to come that, to that yeah. maybe a little bit in the second part. I was wondering, you, you, I, I found out a little bit about your... your uh, I, 
I read this 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 interview from the what was it uh, the Southern Star no not no, the Irish Examiner ah uh, yeah and uh, and there was this painting thing with 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 the luck oh and, yeah you know what that was one of my actually that was probably my favorite project I've worked on in in general so it was in a way I think of it as creative collaborate collaboration so. Um, Rose Cousins is a musician, Canadian musician. I, I saw, I watched it. I, okay. I watched, I really liked that. I, I watched the whole show, The Natural Conclusions. Oh, okay. Uh, you know. Can I also insert that she's the reason I'm in Ballady Hall because I wrote her before I came to Ireland the first time in yeah. February and said, where should I go? Because yeah. she's toured quite extensively in okay. Ireland. And yeah. she said, you must go to West Cork and you must go to Ballady Hob and you must go to Levis. Ah, that's great. We're going to go for that in the second part. Okay. That's that's cool. Um, so, so painting is like an old friend. This is actually and uh and you you did this 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 lock and uh inspired by the lock and key songs from from mm -hmm. rose rose cousins mm -hmm. so so i was quite interested in i mean in in the lockdown thing in in general mm -hmm. you know especially now because i wrote a i wrote a an essay uh, in february uh the the neurogenesis uh of a seahorse which was about my personal lockdown as well mm -hmm. you know so mm -hmm. so uh so so the lock in general, was was quite, uh, in, I was interested in, in research as well. Mm -hmm. And you you had then this 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 uh, this quote that it inspires you. Uh, what was it? Uh, we locked the door, and I know that no one else has the key. Um, there was something special where the lock inspired you. Also, you, 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 you say that the lock is a symbol of safety. Mm. To lock something of value up for safekeeping. Well. But then I also, I think, in that same article, flipped it too and said it's also we have to be conscious of how we use some. Uh, who has the key, right? Yeah, and 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 what absolutely. gets locked? You know, do you have? I don't know if you have the rest of the quote there, but I have uh, not that. Uh, perhaps we can think of ourselves this way at the moment. We're locked in to stay healthy, to protect one another. It's an act of solidarity to support efforts to sustain our healthcare system and take care of our frontline workers. I mean, I like that actually. It's nice, you know, so it's really... When that interview the, was published in the in the middle or the beginning of lockdown, so we yeah. were really, it was really, we were under, we were, we were, it, it was I, lockdown I'm, and now, we, you know, I also think there's more layers to lockdown in sure. general and, you know, I think being sort of a conscious of what we sacrifice in terms of our liberty and freedom and, like I said, like who has the key when we're locked in. So it's complex. And the painting was made years before lockdown. Uh, absolutely, so yeah. I think sure. our relationship to the idea of a lock is changing as we've experienced the last six and, months. And and especially, I mean, I mean, as as a as a... As a, uh, as we as species and and society and as a culture, we always have to do with these problems that government, mm -hmm. a lot of governments try to lock down people. You know, mm -hmm. so, I mean, uh, so 
here here it's probably now a somehow a different reason but we still have to pay attention that that this doesn't happen to us you know for sure that's what i mean so, it's a, it's something to be conscious of you know what yeah how how much to obey yeah. and how so much the to dis- protest the discourse has 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 to continue absolutely you know, all, all the time absolutely you know? and in a way so. i think like art making is a great way to yeah. to have that yeah. discourse and yeah um because uh, yeah, I think we can read into images and symbols in different ways personally. And and so. and, 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 and a lock that the the key in general, you know. So mm-hmm. it's so interested if you if you if you think that that uh that was actually at the beginning it was just a, a wooden door mm. and, and a hole mm-hmm. with 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 a stick and, and, and the stick was just if you if you if you twisted it in the hole, you know, it was throwing a, a beam away. Right. So, so you could open the door, you know. So it was just to secure that it's closed. Yeah. yeah. Not that it's yeah, yeah, locked. Yeah. 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 And, and the ancient Egypts, they, 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 they used to, to, to deal as well with just with, with wooden, mm-hmm. with wooden uh, uh, somehow keys, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. And then it turns to the, to the, to the, to the, to the Romes. In, in Rome, they, they started, uh, they started to, to create, um, the first iron keys, you know, uh, metal keys, and they they were probably they were as as big, and they they, they kept it on the shoulder, you know. So okay. It's weird, and then then and then and then oh, hang on, am I right? So I don't want to to tell tell you something wrong. I think I think the, the Greek, I don't know where where I have it. That the Greek they they uh, they uh, so the ancient Greek were the first to create the keys out of metal, mm-hmm. giant items worn on the shoulder. And then the Roman engineers created the, the basic lock concept, you know. Mm. So many, many of these concepts, they, they're still there. You know, so. And in a way, I mean, there's something that I've encountered with people that tend to live in smaller communities and rural communities. They don't lock their doors, right? I mean, generally. Yeah, yeah. No, and me, I, me actually either. I don't like that. And, you know? and it's, there's something really beautiful about that mm. level of trust. And I think that Absolutely. having keys locks and keys like i said it's not all good no right? but even that changed here in ireland as well you mm-hmm. know so as i came over here in 2003 we we, we didn't lock the door you know but, but but now people getting as well more 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 conscious about that that they that they probably better mm-hmm. than doing that it's, it's sad mm-hmm. isn't it it's just trusts i had last time i had a priest you know but he's 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 not working anymore and mm-hmm. and he said as well and out of that reason, the trust, trust in people is getting lost. You know, we need, we we have to find ways to create that again somehow. I think trust you is know. actually um, something. Yeah, you have to cultivate. Yeah. We do, not as individuals, yeah. and also societally, yeah. communally. And that's the problem. So, so, and we come back into that in the third okay. part when when it comes to te- technology and Instagram, for instance. Mm-hmm. You know that all this, 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 this. You follow you follow me. Trust uh, thing mm-hmm. is uh, it's mm-hmm. how how does it in- influence the society? But that later. Mm-hmm. I just have had uh, two another short, very short things uh, about the the uh, how how other cultures, um, uh, other cultures. Uh, see locks you know so they, they engraved locks as a symbol of marriage for instance as okay. well you know so so because it's, it's uniting two people you know but i mean i think that so. also immediately what comes to mind is that <laughs> terrible yeah yeah the ball uh, and chain kind of metaphor but, yeah so I, I had this second one as well this this ball and chain metaphor came into my head as well i said okay so which i didn't look up which culture it was was that that that, that will that 
it's, it's wishful thinking, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there's something also really gorgeous about that kind of commitment you know to like sticking with yeah. somebody and and carrying through it's it and, used to work sometimes you know so, yeah and i think yeah. it still can work but yeah, yeah um yeah. i mean dory he he tries i mean that you will listen to him and, and he really he tries to to find concepts to 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 bring people together that mm -hmm. learn to love you know so, mm -hmm. so and, it, and he's and he used as well the, the news neuroscience just in order uh, to find ways that people can stick together. And it's still hard work, you know. Well, and this relates also to, to the, the question of trust, you yeah. know, like yeah. do how to cultivate trust for yourself yeah. in making a good decision, but also how to trust in somebody else enough that you stay, you know. Oh, and, yes. And mm -hmm. also trust in community and in family and in chosen friends, which is like your chosen family. Yeah. And so I think the trust piece goes really, really close, yeah, you know, is, is a part of that. Yeah, yeah. And there was there was an, another another society uh, um, uh, was uh, they they saw that they had a a lock pierced skin uh, and secured this lock in the skin. What? So it was it was it was a, a, a religious devotion. So so as a symbol as a symbol of a religious devotion, you know. So yeah. Wow. Put it in. Through the skin and locked it. Okay. So I so don't know about that. Me, but me neither. I mean, and as well in in Cologne, but we come to that maybe the second mm -hmm. part. They have, or actually, on every bush nowadays, it's very common to put this, <gasps> yes. this, this locks all. Yeah. To 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 this huge bridge. So yeah. yeah. I actually heard um, there's a bridge somewhere. I don't know where, but that they ended up having to cut part of the bridge away. I think because over troubled waters, probably too many too many locks on it. Okay. It was, it, the weight was something. Yeah. Was too, too heavy. Too heavy. I can't imagine that. Yeah. Because because it's the, the maybe in France. I can't. I've, anyways, I heard this. I story. mean, I can't imagine that the static thing thing could could uh, probably suffer from it as mm -hmm. well. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Hey, Janie, that was great. It was great. That was already the first part, and and uh, yeah, so you you didn't appear very nervous. Good. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for having you here. Thanks for the interview. And dear listeners, I hope I can see you, hear you, have you for the second part. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. This is a listener-supported show. I feel honored if you subscribe to the show. You can follow me non-financial with the following click on one of my Instagram accounts or subscribe the visual version of this podcast on YouTube via the link below. If you like what you hear, be sure to tune in this Sunday for the third part of this Attitude Audio Triptych. If you want to leave a donation for a coffee or a bus ticket, just follow the donation link via the Attitude Podcast account. Eventually, I would like to thank through this medium all my members and listeners of the I Love West Cork Artists Network from all over the world just to remember myself that without you this year couldn't and wouldn't happen You have listened to Artitude. 
West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.